0: When you're putting together a professional online presence, the website is going to be the glue that holds everything else together. It's going to be what you want employers and people who want to discover more about you to see. Welcome to this podcast number six in the Professional Online Presences for Students series presented to you by Thomas Lancaster. And everything we've looked at in the previous podcasts has been building up towards this particular one thinking about the website which is going to hold all the main information about yourself and going to be created in a sensible manner. Now this is perhaps a slightly more technical podcast than some of the others but I'm going to try and spare you as much of the technical details as possible because I don't think they're too essential. You really don't need to be really technical to do this because most websites nowadays are produced in a very simple format. If you do get really stuck though, then find a friend who'll help you with this. You can even find people online who for a few pounds will set your website up for you to save you worrying about it. That may be money that's well spent when you think about what a website is worth to you towards the rest of your career. But I do think this is something you can do and to be honest, most people nowadays have produced websites themselves anyway, so there's very little in this podcast that should be totally alien to you. But think about all the different social media properties, all the components of your professional online presence, which are drawing people to your main website, because that's the one you own. You own the URL, the website address for this. and. It doesn't matter what happens to the rest, you want your very best information on this site. This is the one you're going to put most of the effort into, because it's one of the most important to you. What kind of things are going to be on this website, just to give you an idea? Well, there'll probably be a page with your profile. Very similar information to the other sites. There'll almost certainly be a CV. So your profile page is much more the chatty version, the CV is the formal version. There'll probably be A portfolio on there. So some examples of the type of things you've done. And there'll be maybe some blog posts, some stories about what's happening and really presenting you in a great light as well. And one thing I've found is it helps you to have a mixture of Text, photos and videos, all the things we've thought about as we're going through. And photos don't have to be of you, they can be of things you've work, worked on. Uh, they could occasionally be just purely there for illustrative reasons and to beautify your site. But don't just go and grab people's pictures from the web because you don't own them and you could find yourself paying out a lot of money in copyright infringement. By all means, point your phone at something and take your own photos if you need to do. The principle of sensible web design is really important to me and even if you're going into a web design field, you'll find out that very few web developers nowadays create their website from scratch because it takes a lot of time and you don't need to do that. There are much better ways to do this, use things like content management systems. So essentially it's a bit of software where it works a little bit like Facebook or any of these sites where you install this software you then just go in and you type the information you want displayed it does it all for you. you don't have to worry about the layout you don't have to worry about the technical side of things the software I recommend is called WordPress its free software it's used on over 60 million sites around the world so it's reliable software and you may have heard of WordPress to do with blogs, but it doesn't have to just be used with blogs, it can be used with sites with what are called pages on there as well. You will need some web hosting to go with this and for the technical side you need to install WordPress. It needs to run PHP and MySQL and ideally have an administrative interface such as cPanel. Now, most web sites and um, web hosting you find advertised will have all this, so it's not anything you need to think about but just look around see what kind of reviews the different companies get see if they will help you they may even install WordPress for you a lot of companies now have software as part of this cPanel you just click one button and it installs WordPress it's all done you don't have to do anything too complicated otherwise you can get WordPress from WordPress.org but I do recommend you make sure this is on your own site on the server account which you are paying a few pounds a month for because then you have full control over it. Once you've installed WordPress you can choose a theme there are again thousands of free WordPress themes out there to choose from just do a search, find one which looks pretty and just upload that theme. You can even select this directly from the WordPress control panel. Make sure you've set up the blog name which should include your own name and a simple description to go with it. A couple of other things to do to set this up, one of them is called permalinks. This is how the URL is displayed and the one I use is called post name. So in the permalinks section choose something called post name. What that means is if you write on a post called about me then it will end up an example with me at thomaslancaster.co.uk forward slash about me which just means that people can find it easily and find relevant information about you. It's good for search engine optimization. It's good for making you findable within Google. There are also lots of plugins They give extra functionality to your site. Again, you can install these directly from in WordPress. Most of them are free. Uh, the one that I recommend you install straight away is called Akismet. That's the one to prevent spam appearing on your site. So if you Set your site up so people can put comments on there, which is quite good. Then you'll find you get spam comments up there trying to sell a course of Viagra or something like that. But AskUnet will do a good job of preventing that. There are also things like plugins to put social media icons on your site. So you could, for instance, have a button to share this post on Twitter. And that's quite good if you just want your post to go viral and more people to know about them. you can also go to a site called gravatar.com and set up a gravatar that's going to be an image of you which appears on posts in a lot of themes it appears on comments you make on other people's blogs and again that's really simple to set up you just go onto that site put your email address in upload a photo of yourself your professional photo of course and that will become your gravatar because when you do set up a blog you often find that okay you get a bit of a community going somebody goes and Post a comment on your blog as part of your overall website, you then go and you post a comment on their blog as well. And if your picture shows up, it's another way to help to brand you and help people to know, like, and trust you. So that's really valuable as well. So you're going to have your main site set up and it's going to have your About Me page, your CV page, your portfolio, which might be some pictures or videos about you. But ideally, you're also going to have a blog section on there as well. And if you've chosen to use WordPress, then WordPress is a blog by default. It can just be a different page on your site with all your latest blog posts. And I mean, it can be quite tough to keep up to date, but you only need to post something once a week on the blog. Perhaps when you first set this up, post a few posts the first week and then go down to once a week afterwards. But these are going to be showcase type posts. They're going to show what you can do. But there's no schedule. You don't have to say, I'm always going to make a blog post on a Sunday evening at 5 o'clock. There's absolutely no need. Just blog when you feel the need. And they can be short posts. They can be 150 words long, 200 words long. They don't have to be really detailed. You can vary your length of posts as well. There are all kinds of blogging strategies out there. What kind of thing might you post about? Maybe there's been an interesting news story that you're going to comment on which relates to your course. Maybe an example of what you've been working on. Maybe a great tip you've picked up and you want to share with people. They can be in the form of words. Or they can be in the form of videos. Why not embed one of your YouTube videos in the blog? Then you can get double use out of it. You can get duplicity and that's really valuable in its own right. You'll find when you start posting that you'll hopefully get some comments on your blog as well. Another type of post which I think is quite nice is to go and read something that somebody has put on their own blog to write a short comment in reply to it on their blog and then to write a longer comment on your own blog and in the reply on the other person's blog to just mention I've written a more detailed explanation on my blog here and they'll often go and look at what you've written and it will help to create those links. So blogging is a really valuable part but your overall professional online presence which is led by your website is going to spearhead you forward. So just set up your website, make sure it's hosted on a server account which you have some c- control over so that you can decide what's put on there I recommend you use WordPress but there are other alternatives out there but WordPress provides a lot of functionality and it hides away the technical complexity so you don't need to worry about it And if you do get stuck with WordPress then there are hundreds of training videos on youtube just go and have a look and somebody will have answered the different question that you've got so you don't even need to worry about that, you can go and find out the answer very quickly and there are lots of forums where people will give you support but WordPress is very simple providing you start off with WordPress and you get everything set up so set up different pages about yourself, make sure it's good, well written information and then keep a blog on there that will really help you and make sure you link back from your own website to all your other social media sites all the other parts of your professional online presence and you've now set up a really powerful network of sites which will make you findable in Google so people can, can see what you can do but it will also show that you are interested in professional presences and you know what you're doing. In the final two podcasts following this one I'm going to look a lot more at the advanced techniques some things that you're going to think about particularly the promotional ways you can work but then the other kind of things you can do to demonstrate expertise uh... these are more advanced techniques if you only get this far then you've done more than almost everyone else and you've got a set of sites as your professional online presence which will be a huge benefit for you but i do hope that you do stay with me for the remaining podcasts with some of these more advanced techniques, particularly with podcast number seven, when we'll be looking at promotion. Thanks again. I'm Thomas Lancaster, and this has been the podcast on websites within the Professional Online Presences for Students series.